No one ever knows what evil lurks in the shadows, what makes its home in the void. A lone group of heroes band together to become the light in that darkness, to face the oncoming storm. I'm Drew, and I'm the Dungeon Master. I'm Jordan, and I'm playing the half-elf sorcerer, Theranor. I'm Donnie, and I'll be playing gnomish rogue, Lemmy. I'm Juju, playing a wood elf cleric named Aoife. And I'm Thomas, playing a changeling ranger named Pock. Welcome to Crit Storm. Welcome back, fellow gamers, players, DMs, and everyone excited for some adventure. We are going to be having a crit of a time here on Crit Storm. Last time where we left our intrepid players, they ventured through a dark opening into a uh, like a trunk of a tree, a tree trunk. They went through a secret entrance of a tree trunk, going down, finding a doorway leading to something that resembled a thieves entrance after just uh doing away with the group of bandits that tried to attack them on the road after venturing down some stairs our heroes stared off into a black abyss each one taking a leap of faith and finding themselves safely cradled in the arms of a statue at the bottom it was then they decided to go through a door leading into nothing but darkness. And you guys are still in darkness. If I can't see, I can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> Remind us again, even with the dark vision that some of us have, we can't see anything. Oh, yes. Even with your dark vision, you are unsure of what is around you. Can I bluff that I have blind sense? <laughs> I don't know who's going to be believing it. Yeah. <laughs> Roll perception check against the DM. Oh, me. I'm trying to deceive myself. Oh. <laughs> you were successful. So is everyone continuing to, uh, to walk forward or did you guys stop in the middle of the darkness because it's... It's too scary. I got my secret badge on. I boldly stride forth. Nothing can hurt me. <laughs> I will follow even though I'm not sure where I'm going. Oh, wait. Um, weren't we holding hands? Yeah. Yes. Were we all holding hands? I believe so. We are now. Okay. I don't know hold his hand. I don't remember this. Lemmy would like to be carried. Find a buddy. Back on the baby or on the baby <laughs> Bjorn, Lemmy. <laughs> All right. So continuing down this hallway, you could possibly assume into the darkness, you suddenly, one by one, enter a room and it has shelves. There is a decent amount of lighting and a tiny little hallway that veers off to the left. Or anything noteworthy in the room? Does it look like this room has been occupied recently? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean it's it's uh it's it's clean enough. The shelves are adorned with uh what could be provisions. Is there any way to make sure nobody follows us into here? I mean, behind you, like you have the rest of your group following you. <laughs> could we prevent other people from coming in for a while? Is there like a door or something that we could block or well, we just oh, popped into into this place, right? We didn't walk through a door. Yeah, that's why I'm asking. You didn't, wa you didn't walk through a door. Like, when you look behind you, it's just like a dark void. Okay. Can I make a perception or investigation, whatever is more appropriate? For? Just to see, like, well, 
see what's in this room and like where this room is. Uh, sure. Which one do you want? Uh, <laughs> you can just give me a perception. Investigation is not necessarily needed. So, I mean, looking about again, you have a stocked hallway that uh, again veers off up ahead of you to the left. It has provisions inside, like jars full of, you know, stored food. There seems to be some you know, bags of grain. I mean, nothing seems to be terrifying or possibly impending doom. Hmm. Is there any clue as to who has been in here or what? I mean, looking around, you can see that there are some uh, footprints. I mean, it's not exactly like a clean wooden floor. There is some dust, but I mean, you can see some disturbance of the dust. Lemmy replenishes his medicinal spices. <laughs> Rosemary is topped off. You never know when somebody's going to get stabbed again, so I would like some sage. <laughs> okay, I mean, poking poking about, you do, uh, you do actually find some sage. Sweet. When you've made a really, like, astute observation, do you throw it at someone and say you've given them sage advice? Yes. Oh, Jesus. I stuff it in their face. <laughs> All I see is Lemmy, like, Dale Gribble from King of the Hill with a, a handful of sage. <laughs> just going sage. like, ha sage. <laughs> Everybody give Theranor a hand for that. <laughs> Speaking of hands, are there any in the room? There, there are no spare hands sitting about. No, I cannot. Uh, are you encumbered yet with hands? <laughs> Do three hands often cumber you? Are you tracking that? Yeah, Lemmy, yes, that would encumber Lemmy. Three hands <laughs> is definitely a handful. Don't worry. I was curious about whether it would be safe to take a short rest here, but I don't think sitting right in the entrance would be a good place to do it. So what's everyone wanting to do? Um, I think I will stealth and check out that door unless Lemmy wants to. Go ahead. All right. Still spicing. Nine. <laughs> you walk up to uh, where the door is, and it is shut. There's no, uh, there's no window or opening to it. Are you wanting to, like, take a listen at the door, try yeah, the door? I'll, yeah, I'll listen at the door. Okay. Sorry. Give me a perception check. Wow, I am just rolling rocks today. <laughs> That's a six. I'll come up and listen <laughs> at the door. You know, I mean, you're not, you're not 100% sure what's on the other side. Uh, you might hear something. You're not sure. That's a 19, 12 plus seven. Ah, uh, let me... You, maybe it's just the position and place that you're listening at the door, you know, the few feet between the two of you, but you can hear some voices on the other side. Hmm. You can tell the door is made of oak. <laughs> <laughs> a nice oaky bouquet. <laughs> um, I will, uh, seeing the perplexed look on Pock's face, I'll let him know that there's, I'll silently let him know that there's voices on the other side. I back off and draw an uh, arrow. Okay. I see you drawing this arrow and I, I come up behind you. All right, so what is even happening here? Do you think there's a threat behind that door? And I, I try to motion to her that there's voices according to Lemmy or he can hear something. Oh, crap. <laughs> Are they hostile? What are they saying? I don't know. That's why I got the arrow out. Did they sound hostile? <laughs> no. Well, that doesn't really mean anything. They wouldn't have any need to be hostile with each other. <laughs> what were their political views? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we do know this is the base haven uh, or the base of the, um, what were they called? The Diamond Ravens. The Diamond Ravens. Well, if they were talking about the office, we could guess that there's a water cooler behind this door. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so I'm a little bit worried. I'm gonna cast a spell called Detect Evil and Good, and um, this spell can penetrate most barriers, but it is blocked by one foot of stone, one inch of common metal, a thin sheet of lead, or three feet of wood or dirt. So I think I'd be able to detect if they were evil through the door. Okay. I'm going to discreetly get out of the way of that spell. (laughs) (laughs) Are you... Does it tell you everything that is there, or do you have to focus on targeting either something good or evil? Well, let me just read it to you. (laughs) That'd be fantastic. Up to 10 minutes, I will know if there is an aberration celestial, elemental, fey, fiend, or undead within 30 feet of me, as well as where the creature is located. I also know if there is a place or object within 30 feet of me that has been magically consecrated or desecrated. Okay, so it's not necessarily checking alignment, it's checking for a creature type. Yes. Okay. Um, so you're gonna wait ten minutes? Well, I don't want to. I don't want to wait. It's up to ten minutes. Last for ten minutes. The duration of the spell. Okay. The casting time is one action, so that's not the issue. Okay. Upon casting the spell, you do not detect anything that is fey, undead, uh, aberration, fiend, fiend. I mean, nothing that is, nothing that you listed. So I'll let the party know. I don't detect anything evil or good. So. At least we know it's not like some crazy aberration behind this door. Might just be normal people for all we know. I'm going to stealthily crack the door and peek inside. Okay. That and I will cover it with an arrow. 7 plus 5 equals 12. All right. So kind of cracking open the door, you peer inside and kind of like looking around the corner, you can see a small group of people standing in a room, kind of talking with each other conversing. And then suddenly in front of the door, you see a tall figure just come right out of nowhere. And all you hear is, you know, you're going to have to work on your stealthing, young one. I uh, polish my badge that I leapt out the pit, that I leapt in the pit with and say, oh, man, that, that pit, that jump rattles my nerves every time. And that is a 18 plus three. That is a 21 on my deception check. <laughs> Okay, so the door swings open and he says, (laughs) I remember when I had to take the leap (laughs) and in, in, come inside. I motioned the gang inside. I'll put my arrow away for the moment, but I'm still really on edge. Yeah, that leap of faith will do that to you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So coming inside, you uh, you join this group of individuals. You notice that all of them each as well have this little pendant that you have upon their clothing and the same person who came up to the door walks up and kind of like sits in this grandiose type of chair and he just gazes out to everyone and he kind of just nods to himself and he says like friends (laughs) it has been some time that we have waited for people of your considerable talents to come together under one roof and one mind. Now don't let those words go to your heads though. You're still the scraps until I say otherwise. Now, a week ago in the Diamond Raven channels, we maneuvered to target our fair city, someone who was going to be entering with a considerable amount of money. We are going to charge you 
to hunt down the man who took it from us. This is a slight embarrassment for us, but a good chance for you new fledglings to prove your worth. His name wasn't Lemmy, was it? <laughs> you need to track down this man. The trouble is he has... He's gone dark. We cannot find him. However, he is not exactly an expert. He is, he is a small-time thug, a slum-made crook. Not unskilled, but too sloppy to cut it in the big leagues. So, you must find him. We suspect that he is still in the city. Our spies beyond the walls haven't seen anyone fitting his description leaving recently. This will be an interesting test of your skills. Find this man and bring back the coin purse. And then he kind of sighs. Or oh, what is left of it? That'll be the black share. Anything else you lift during the job is yours to keep. And I'll see that you're rewarded for a job done right. Of course, should anything unfortunate befall this individual, nothing is to be traced back to you or the guild. And so then he just kind of stares at everyone and then he just waves his hands and he says, now fly. And the small group of people who are already inside start to venture off down different hallways. And as they're kind of like going off into the distance, they kind of fade into shadow. And you actually do hear the same as you can, as you heard when you, uh, you came into that little storeroom hallway and you're left standing there looking at this kind of domineering half-orc sitting in a chair. So we're all alone with just this half-orc? You are. Hmm. Well, I guess we should start trying to find this guy. He looks down at you, and he says, Ah, oh, I, you were late, I am sorry, but we, we are so excited to have new blood into the guild. Let me refresh you. You will be looking for Ironlord. He is a half-elf, lives in the slums. He, uh, he stole this purse of coins that was deemed to be meant for the guild. You have been charged to go get it. I am Orr, Keeper. Orr? Orr. As in O-R-E? O-H-R. What was the name of this offender again? Ireland. Ireland. Here's what I know about Ireland. He's got a two-day head start on you, which is more than he needs. He's got friends in every town and village from here to the Sudan. He speaks a dozen languages <laughs> and knows every local custom. He'll blend in, disappear, and you'll never see him again. With any luck, he's got the grail already. <laughs> Didn't he get lost in his own museum? Wow, you memorized all that. Oh, that was perfect. my God. That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Aoife, from up behind you, you suddenly feel something stretch across your back and then down your arm, and you hear this little, like... I turn around immediately. You see this giant bird-like creature measuring something and then writing something down, and then measuring something and writing something down, as if... They were taking measurements of you. Bird Taylor. Um, um, excuse me, what, what, what are you doing? Who, what is this? Oh, ignore, no, click, get away, get away, leave them alone. The little kinku runs off next to Orr, stands there, shows, ah. shows him the measurements. 
He's like, this must be for our uniforms. They will get. You can get to them later. Lemmy spreads his arms out. <laughs> you see this wide-eyed excitement of like, <laughs> and he just runs over, takes takes little measurements, writes them down. He uh, he eyes your badge, and he's like, <laughs> I wink at him and say, little extra room in the trousers if you don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> he's he kind of looks at you, he's like. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna go up to Orr and, um, look around at the party, then look at this guy. Um, so let me get this straight. Uh, we're in a guild, right? Ah, yes! <laughs> the guild. <laughs> okay, uh, and we're, um, you said something about spies in the city. Uh, which, which city is that again? Oh, well, I mean, the only city where Ironlun is being located. Talcure, of course. Great. Um, uh, how many spies do we are we talking about here? I'm not very familiar with. Uh, we just joined today. You know, it's it's been a it's been a ride. <laughs> it's a lot to take oh, in. There's there's many many uh, throughout the guild and throughout the region, the land. <laughs> uh, going about around Talcia, I'd say that there are roughly about thirty. Maybe 40 upper-level members who are running about doing various deeds. The librarian, she's definitely one of them, right? Shh, don't, don't pock. <laughs> oh, wait, sorry. Wait, I'm sorry, so, uh, there, doing there, various no, no, deeds? No, no, librarian. <laughs> do, doing various good deeds, right? Like Kind of like a Robin Hood thing, right? Steal from the rich, give to the poor kind of thing, right? That's that's probably what they're doing. Well, we, we do steal from the rich. Uh, I mean... We, we give to the poor. I mean, those of us that are. <laughs> I I, see. My, my friend here hit her head on that statue on the way down. Um, that spy position sounds like it pays pretty well. It has its benefits. Hmm. Keeping you alive is one of them. So uh, do you have like a brochure or pamphlet? Like what's, uh, <laughs> what's promotion like in this organization? How quickly can one rise through the ranks? Well... Your job will be determinant of whether or not you will be advanced into the guild and how well you take it upon yourself to do it right. We don't have to, like, recruit three people and then have them recruit three people, right? (laughs) (laughs) No, we we did away with those methods decades. (laughs) Do you sell uh, (laughs) essential oils? Oils for what? Essential things. (laughs) Um, Is there a time limit on this uh, assignment? The quickest you can get it done, the less time there is to have this be an embarrassment for us. Oh, we wouldn't want you to be embarrassed. I mean, for us to be embarrassed, we're all part of this now. Yeah, what can you tell us about previous assignments for the guild? Like, I heard something about guarding a, a, a church or something like that. Hmm, there was a group uh, led by Snook. He was uh, basically keeping people from heading up to the chapel. Okay. A simple task for a simple man. He was a simple no, uh, creature. No, who's, who's that? Ooh. Don't know him. Oh, yeah, no, uh, he sounds simple. I'm sorry, I really hit my head hard when I, I descended into the pit. He just kind of looks at you and kind of laughs and says, yes, yes. Uh, Snook was uh, just put in charge of a group of his own. Another group of fledglings 
deciding to uh, basically man a road seemed good enough for him and his nuances. Well, we better get to it then. Oh, uh, just just one more question. So, um, we were actually uh, thinking about maybe helping out the group uh, up at the church before we take this side quest. You could. We heard whispers of um, something happening at the church. We, we just really want to help in any way we can. I met that snook once, and I don't think he can accomplish that task. So maybe we should uh, go as reinforcements. Currently, your assignment is to find this man and retrieve the money. Snook is an imbecile, but he's fairly confident to watch a road for now. After, you may then travel to the church if you seem it fit. We got our All marching right. orders then. And what's the quickest way out of here? Because the fall. We did the fall, and I don't know the fly. <laughs> if you venture down any of these hallways, really, it could will I, take I, wait, you... Wait, wait, wait. Wait, hmm? could I just walk instead of venturing? Ah, you may walk. <laughs> Very well. <laughs> no, you must venture. Quit knocking on my vernacular. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't trundle, so help me God. I do want to make uh, special notes of this guy's physical characteristics in case I want to possibly assume his shape later on. Yeah, let's piss off the half-orc with semantics. <laughs> so, I mean, he is a uh, he's an older half-orc. Someone who seems that he has possibly been doing this for quite some time. Kind of a, uh, a rough gray beard, a slash over his eye. He's wearing almost like fine studded leather. A bandage around his right hand. Again, studded leather pants, black boots. Just, uh, you know, he, he seems intimidating, but he's being rather cordial with you. Okay. I go over to Kinko and uh, ask him to take me to where I can get my gear. He kind of looks at you a little puzzled, and he looks at the backpack, and he's like, what's this? Oh, no, no, my official gear. I roll my eyes. <laughs> um, I'm going to ask uh, one more question of Orr. Um, so you're the one in charge, right? Just making sure like we report to you, everyone reports to you, you don't report to anyone. No, no, no. <laughs> I am the keeper. I tend to the nest. This okay. is where all of our fledglings come. I govern over you. You are my Congress. And I send and I send the unkindness into the city. We do un answer to our guild leader. However, I speak to him and he through me. Who's that? Kindness. Uh, unkindness. Unlike, as in not kind. Okay, Makes yeah, sense. okay, Let's yeah, go. sure. Makes total sense. And I'm giving like side eyes to the whole party. Like, this is all bad. Noticing that you're giving the kind of the side eye, he kind of like leans down and looks at you and he says, like, My dear, a flock of ravens is called a congress or an unkindness. I will blanket this city in unkindness. And we will tuck in those blankets for you. <laughs> I suppose it's better than being a murder of crows. Yeah, I smile fakely back at him. A smile check. <laughs> Roll for smiles. Who is this leader? I just wouldn't want to, you know, come across and give them some kind of disrespect without knowing. Oh, you will not be seeing him for quite some time, but he is the great Korax. Korax, all right. Let me start venturing down the hall. All right. Am I going to follow him? I... 
Yeah. Yeah, I think we're going to follow. Mm. Or I'm going to follow. Hey, it was nice chatting with you. I guess we'll go now. Mm. Good. Good, my little fledgling. Make sure it might be best to look for Fabian Starlight. He was the man that we were meant to persuade his money away. I would check with him to see exactly how far Ironlon got. Okay. Fabian Starlight. Got it. He might be at the bar. Which one? Oh, there's a few in Talcure. He wouldn't happen to frequent, uh, what was that one place we really liked? Yeah, Ogre's Eye. Ogre's Eye, yeah. He wouldn't happen to be there, would he? It's a possibility. Hmm, okay. Don't know. He was getting, he was new to town, but he does like the drink. Well, I've heard they've got the third best cider anywhere. <laughs> what does Fabian look like? So he's a, he's a, a, a male human, kind of like semi-well-dressed. That's really all he's going to get, like he's giving you the details of. Mm-hmm. Well, if Fabian talked to the same guy we did, he probably got pointed towards the other side. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Glowing recommendations. <laughs> and with that, I think I'll head out with Lemmy. Okay. As you guys are venturing down the hallway, you find yourself coming to another roundabout corner, and then you have that nice pitch blackness. Almost like it's just blending into the wall, like a giant acme hole. I would want to hold hands with each other again, just so we don't boop to separate places. I, Wily Coyote, full run into it. Oh, jeez. Is, okay. is it magical oh darkness? So, Lemmy runs full, full head on in, and he's gone. Oh, <sighs> we gotta, we gotta rein this craziness in. Let's go, guys. All right. You guys walk through uh, holding hands? Sure. Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> Without the hands. <laughs> All right. Well, Theranor's always holding hands, just well, this is party members. Theranor's holding Mr. Anderson. All right. You guys go through. And you suddenly find yourself in a very similar chamber as to the one that you came in. However, this one only has uh, two of those kind of like motherly figure statues that cradle uh, the, the, the fledglings that uh, took that leap of faith downward. Except now, in the center of these two, you have this pool of like whispering, kind of like almost like ultra blue water. Let me just stand in there waiting for you guys. Really wish they'd give better instructions on how to use these things. We could just try climbing into the arms and see if it projects us back up. Sure. Who's going to climb I'd, into the arms? Theranor will do it. Okay. I mean, you, you feel comfortable, but uh, but nothing's really <laughs> happening. How's that Let How's me, that working, Theranor? Third floor, please. Um, yeah, I'd like to look around much. the room to see if there's any clue as to how to activate this. Let me just concentrate and tries to fly back up. <laughs> Laps his arms aggressively. No, you don't. You don't get to like actually like fly back up at all or anything. I mean, concentrating will eventually give you a big old headache, but uh, nothing really seems to be happening. Uh, can I make a perception roll to see if there's anything in this area that we missed that might get us back up? Yeah, that is a twelve plus seven is nineteen. Looking about, you notice that there are a slew of footprints leading up to the little pool of water. Okay. I okay. jump in the pool. Let me, let me, let me. Here we go again. <laughs> Dust I off gleefully the run and like jump as high as I can like I'm a five-year-old splashing into a puddle. Alright, Lemmy jumps into the pool, splashes and as 
as the water like erupts around him, Lemmy just like fades into bright starlight. Oh, jeez. And he's gone. <laughs> Seeing that he transported himself somewhere again, I will follow and not run and jump in, but rather so, walk into the pool. Okay, so as you as you are approaching, you see once the water has calmed down, this image of like an alleyway and if you peer into the picture, it almost looks like the alleyway leads to the like town square of Talkur. You remember seeing the town square when you guys ventured off to the orphanage for the first time. Oh Jesus, all the work we did going out towards the church is now <laughs> void. <laughs> Actually, as long as that's an accessible entrance, we could use that as a shortcut to go back to the church um, whenever we want to do that, provided we don't uh, harm our <laughs> harm our reputation with the Diamond Raven gang that we are now members of somehow. Well, yeah, we should probably talk about that as a group, but um, <laughs> I, guess, I guess first we should... Find this Ireland. <laughs> should use this water passageway... I'll put one foot cautiously in. Okay. So putting one foot cautiously in, you can feel this rush of cold kind of run up your leg. And as you kind of like look back at everyone, not exactly like a concerned look, but kind of like that, like, what is happening? And then suddenly Aoife just is gone. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. yeah. I'll walk in as well. Okay. So you walk in and... You're gone. Theranor, are you going to walk into? Yeah, he'll he'll grudgingly climb down from the statue, very annoyed that that was not the method of leaving, <laughs> and he'll go in the water. <laughs> All right, going into the water, and you as well disintegrate. I hope I teleport and don't disintegrate. <laughs> you know what I mean. You, yeah. your, your, your body, it's it's almost like the uh, the effects of... Uh, like a transporter. Like a transporter or, uh, you know, when someone gets eaten in pixels. <laughs> so it's not like Avengers where there's just like dust... No, it's not not so much like dust. Because that would be concerned concerning to me. <laughs> but Thanos didn't snap his fingers. But the rate you collect hands is a good chance over time you'll have one of Thanos' fingers at some point. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be really difficult to like try and snap two of the fingers together though when they're disconnected. <laughs> um, Drew, can I ask you a question? I wrote down Korax, but then I realized as I was writing it down, I didn't pay attention to who that was. <laughs> that's the that's the guild leader. Korax oh, is, is, is the leader of the guild. All right, guys, what are we going to do here? Um, I don't know that I want to be a part of this gang, but... <laughs> I would hope that you don't want to be a part of this gang. Here we Pop, are. They don't, they don't do good things for people. They tried to kill and steal from us. Yeah, and now we're back road. where we started from instead of heading towards the castle. Well, if we're getting technical, we kill and steal from other people. We have... Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a catch-22. <laughs> We do, we do good things. Uh, let me pull his pocket aside and says, Hey, um, those two bandits we let go, can you track them? Oh, I could probably. We probably. should probably find them and kill them because they could out us. <laughs> they know that we killed Snook. To be fair, you guys also like left Snook's body just on the side of the road. <laughs> oh, but that no. has nothing to do Anybody with us. Anybody could have done that, though. I would argue that Snook killed himself. <laughs> By daring to waylay us. No, Mr. Finch. Mr. Yule fell on his knife. <laughs> <laughs> so, do we go retrace our steps and get back to where we were waylaid then? 
I guess we're back in the city, right? Yeah. We're, we're not in the forest anymore. Exactly. Well, something to keep uh, keep in the back of our minds if we yeah, catch one of those network. guys. Yeah, we need to take them out before they out us. Uh, what time of day is it? It's about afternoon. All right. Like, I'm gonna... About like 2.30. Okay, I'll look up at the sun and just be like... Well, guys, we don't really have time to go back there. Why don't we get a rest at the Ogre's Eye and head out early in the morning? Head out for where? To find this Ireland? No! (laughs) The church! You know, if we take care of this, we would then have potentially access to their transportation network, and we don't even know all the places it goes, but it would still make getting back to the church a lot faster than walking all the way there again. That's exactly what I was thinking. And this Ireland is a thief. Yeah, Yeah, we we need to... um, And he he didn't say we had to kill him. These guys were going to steal. He just said we had to take the gold away from him. And then he even said we could keep it. I'm not really seeing a negative here. Well, the negative is that... It was a pride thing. They're embarrassed. (sighs) Well, we know these people aren't good, and they have spies. I mean, they could be spying on us right now for all we know. What if we can take advantage of that spy network to help us with anything else that we're doing? What are you suggesting? Well, if we do things that we're okay with and we move up enough so that we're trusted, then maybe we can use these spies for our advantage. Okay. It might help us in the long run. It might help us. I. Who knows what kind of information these people have. They may even have more information about the history of Tokyo and why this ominous doom is over the whole place. Can I make a perception roll and see if there's anybody around us in town who is either wearing the same pin or has, like, the same sigil anywhere just subtly on their person? Yeah, you can make a you can make a little check for that, sure. How big are the pins again? God dang it. It was a 14, and now it's a 4 plus 7 is 11. <laughs> you're, not, uh, you're not 100% sure, you know, if there is anybody that has one on or at least one that you would notice. How large are they, Drew? I can't remember the pins. Is it like a lapel pin size thing or what? I mean, not not necessarily like that small. Um, trying to think about like probably the size of it. Uh, maybe a little bit bigger, like one, like a one and a half size of like a silver dollar. So I mean, it, like, it, like it's it's no almost like a two brooch. inches, like a brooch, yeah. Okay. Kind of like the 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 hand gets in Game of Thrones. Mm, I don't know if I would go that big, but okay. I mean. <laughs> Maybe, like, like, get rid of the point and just yeah, have the hand of, in the get circle. get rid of the point and probably just have the hand. Yeah, okay. I would say that's more uh, more apt. When we get back to the hideout, I'm going to ask that bird to make me a big one like Flavor Flav. <laughs> <laughs> I guess for now, the regardless of what we're doing, I think the Ogre's Eye is our destination. Because we can either ask questions about this Flavian or the other guy, or we can uh, get rest to head out for tomorrow. Hey, maybe okay. our our friends will be there. The guys we uh, the group we met on the road. We told them to come there, right? We suggested our own tavern to them. To which ones? Oh, um, the the guys with the, the automatons. The yeah, they had oh, the big yeah, metal yeah. thing. That's right. It's worth like, check. He was like ten feet tall. We should be able to spot that guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's assuming they allow it into town. A weaponized mech. <laughs> or at least the D&D mech is probably not positive for them to allow in. They're going to have to rent like three rooms for that guy. <laughs> All right. Back to the ogre. Back the to the ogre's eye. eye. Yep. Okay. So uh, heading back to the ogre's eye, you walk on in. You uh, you see uh, you see Dulric, Mr. Ironbiter, sitting at the bar. He waves eagerly to you. He's like, I didn't even see you guys get up. 
Good morning. Oh, hey, yeah, we uh, went out for a bit and now we're back, apparently. Are, um, are Myella and Balmy Fritter still there? <laughs> <laughs> Myella is there. She's, uh, she's tending to some customers. Good, good. You have uh, what you can hear and uh, see like little puffs of, uh, of flour. Uh, is uh, you know Rogath in the in the yeah, back? Balmy fritter. Balmy fritter. <laughs> I uh, Lemmy goes up and claps the dwarf on the back and says, "Sorry, sorry, we should have said you know that we were leaving. That was an unkindness of us." And I wink, <laughs> like huge wink, like totally obvious. <laughs> and, he, and see if there's he any just, reaction. He just kind of like stares at you and he's all like, "Something wrong with your eye?" Yeah, he got some sage in it. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just walks away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dolric, have you happened to have seen anyone um, in the bar, possibly by the name of Fabian Starlight, anytime in the recent past? He kind of shakes his head and he says, uh, "He's like, no, nobody by that name." He said, "Someone did come in last night and got a room, though." Um, what name did they use? Uh, he he preferred not to use a name. But he paid, he paid in cash, so... (laughs) Yeah, we're going to have to keep you from making that kind of policy choice anymore. Um, (laughs) I want to know who's staying in our establishment. Is he still here? Uh, He kind of points to the back room. He says, oh, yes, oh, yeah. Second door on the left. Who wants to be the the welcoming proprietor? Because I don't think Theranor is a good option for that. He'll just stare at them. Uh, I, I suppose I can go up and uh, do propriety things. Appropriate. Um, yeah, okay. So I, I'll... Uh, uh, let me come with me, because... Um, because. Well, I, I was thinking maybe you could sneak in unnoticed while I'm talking to him. <laughs> Just make sure that... Because, I mean, what if he lies to me? What I want to know... A guy that hides his name obviously has more to hide. Hmm. What do you well, What do you think? All right, I'll go with you. Dolrick, was it a human? He says, well, uh, I mean, maybe. <laughs> he uh, he had some, he, he had pointy ears, but he wasn't okay. as tall as an elf. Maybe half. But, ah, interesting. interesting. All right, well, I'll head up, up to the room. Okay. Do you, uh, let me, let me, are you ready? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, all right, I'll knock on the door. You, uh, you hear some movement inside, and then uh, the door slightly opens, and he's like, yes, uh, are you with the god? Uh, no. Uh, I'm actually one of uh, the proprietors. Uh, with, there's four of us. Uh, we own this establishment. It's a co-op. And um, wh- why would you think I'm a guard? He he kind of like opens the door a little more. And he says like, it has been a few days now and I have heard nothing from the gods. I, I was assaulted. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, not at this bar, though, right? No, I couldn't. No, 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 no. Okay, I, I good. Was, I was coming into the city, and uh, a man uh, assaulted me, and he he ran off with my money. Oh, I that is just, just hate when that happens. Sometimes, you know, uh, it, it can be a rough town in some places. I hear. Um, sorry, what was your name again? Fabian. Fabian Starlight. Ah. I mean, um, that's nice. Because uh, we, we forgot we didn't get your name when you checked in. I just, I really needed to know that. Important information. I kind of raised my voice. That Fabian Starlight <laughs> is here upstairs. I try to yell loud enough so that they hear me. 
And he, he kind of just stares at he stares at you kind of strange. And he's like, yes, that that is me. Let me start juggling furiously <laughs> <laughs> and poorly. Theranor is going to just kind of walk down the hallway and uh, just you know trying to be nondescript and glance in just to confirm: is he a human or a half elf? Oh, half elf. Yeah, that ain't Fabian. Fabian's a human. Oh my gosh, did I say half elf? Sorry. No, I thought I said he was a half elf earlier. Uh, Ireland was the half elf. Fabian was a male human, I thought. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I switched the two. That's my that's my bad. Oh, okay, so Ireland's a human? No. Right. <laughs> I'm mixing up my own NPCs. <laughs> what did I write down? I to- sorry, I wrote it all down, and now I have to look again. Well, now I'm all confused. What race is Balmy Fritter? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. No, Ireland is the half elf. Fabian is a human. My apologies. Oh, okay. So this guy is a human. <sighs> Too many NPCs. <laughs> yeah, this is this is the guy that you are looking for. Oh, okay. okay. Well, <laughs> we're looking well, for the assailant, them. but... <laughs> uh, so I, I'll, like, glance over at Lemmy and just look confused, and then I'll see Theranor walking down the hallway, and I'll just kind of give him a look like, hey, what do you... What do we do here? Well, when, when you check into the Ogre's Eye, you check into the best. We got a full service in here, so you stay put. We're going to try and find this guy for you. Can we get a description at least? Any uh, clues as to where we might find the guy who took your money? He says, I, I'm afraid I, I didn't get much look at, uh, a good look at him. And then he kind of like moves back some of his hair. He's like, he punched me in the eye. You can see this black eye swelling on him. He's like, I just had made it to the city and I was hurrying through the streets uh, when he, he just suddenly came upon me. He gave me a mean left hook and I and I had my, my coin purse and then he, he took it as soon as I hit the ground. And if I knew where he had gone off to, I would have given him a visit myself. I, I did spot a woman. Uh, running off with him, though, and, and I heard him call her by name, and uh, it, it was uh, Delora. Her name was Delora. The, the gods said that they did not know anyone named Delora uh, any more than I do, which means that I do believe she is a woman of low, low repute and possibly halfway across the world now with all my money. I open up his hand and put a sage leaf in there and close it and <laughs> tell Major him this voice. may not help this may not help your eye, but I want you to have it anyway. While he was saying all this stuff, I'd like to think that I I wandered up and as he's describing the assault, I'm going to ask, um, well if they took all your money, how did you afford this room? He took all of the money that was in my coin purse. I had some set aside because I was going to get something to eat. Luckily, it was enough to actually get a room here. You have very affordable prices. We can the third that. best in the city, I've heard. Well, well, we'll send up a bottle of wine on the house. Oh, whoa. <laughs> well, well, then. It will not Thank be you. the third best. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be great, but we want him just soused and not going anywhere. Um, so and because I'm stupid and didn't write it down, uh, the reason, why did Orr want us to talk to Fabian? Fabian had the money that was okay. stolen. It was oh, okay. a payment, so this, payment for something. This coin purse theft was not... It, it, it's the same thing. It's not like this happened after the, the, the guild money was stolen. No, this is the guild money that was okay. stolen. Okay, that, that's what I thought. I just wanted to make now, sure. Now, Fabian, um, I don't normally separate my money out like that. Usually my coins are all in my coin purse because 
that's where I'm going to draw my coins from when I purchase food. Why was your money kept separately from your coin purse? I don't quite understand. It was just part of, you know, the money that I was carrying into town. I, I, you know, it, it, it's much like going and gambling. You don't play with your money. You keep what the house gives you. I had some set aside, like pocket change. There. Uh, 10 on insight. Uh, 13 on insight, sorry. I mean, you have no reason to think that he's lying to you. Theranor is going to just kind of mention that we really want to help you find your money. It's it's very important to us, and he'll kind of like flip the side of his cloak over to expose one of the, the raven badges. And just tell him it's very important that we help you find it. He says, "Well, thank you. That would be that would be most helpful." And no, no reaction whatsoever to, to the, the raven badge. badge. No, yeah, no, huh. uh, not that he would know what the raven badge is, considering he was a mark. Oh, or so. Time out. I think we need. <laughs> yeah, 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 I think yeah. we're confused. He had money that the guild wanted to steal, right? Yes. Oh, okay. And somebody so else he didn't stole steal it. the guild's money. No, he stole well, I mean, the guild's eventual money. <laughs> Ireland technically stole the guild's money that was going to be theirs. That we stole from this guy. That <laughs> we were going to steal from this guy. <laughs> Fabian Fabian came to town. Ireland got to him before the guild could. Okay. So now the job is to get the money back from Ireland. Oh, Fabian, I can't guarantee you're ever going to see that money again, but yeah, we can mind. at least try to figure out what happened. Uh, Fabian, um, just just curious. What What is it again you said you did for a living? I'm a pewter. A pewter? Pewter. Oh, a pewter. Pews uh, things. Uh, yeah, what is that? Sorry. Do you pute a lot? <laughs> <laughs> Are you known for your puting? <laughs> <laughs> Well That's known so in the pewing circles. Of, it's the no, sound he, of a very, very tiny he makes trumpet. Things, he makes things out of metal. You know, when you like mix things with like copper uh, and tin. <laughs> sure. L- let me start moving his stuff into a room upwind. Now I go to the uh, bar and I uh, tell Dolric, I tell him to get, you know, one of our cheaper bottles of wine and send it complimentary to uh, the guest. Okay. He, uh, he gives you a nod and he says like, I... I've got just this stuff. I'm he, sorry if I missed it, but did he takes out a uh, half Fabian bottle of give wine. us a direction? <laughs> hmm? Fabian did not give you a direction. He did mention a the name of a woman, Delora, that he did speak uh, to the guards, and he uh, he assumes that since the guards did not know exactly of who she was, that she's possibly someone of like lower class, maybe of ill repute. Hmm. Do we run a brothel out of the ogre's eye? Goodness, no, Lemmy. That, no, remember, no. that's oh, the ogre's wing. back. That's the ogre's back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> the other location. After dark. <laughs> this is a bed wow. and breakfast of good repute. Okay. I think I know of, our of next middle stop repute. Yeah. Well, um, shall we get a, a couple hours rest before we head out or just head out? Maybe we should take a short rest in, things, in case things get a little hairy tracking down this shady character. I would. Agree. I mean, it's midday. Yeah, maybe maybe a, a lunch, nice hour long lunch. Do you, uh, in in a meta sense, do you guys need to heal? Yeah, I'm at. Oh, okay, I'm, okay. Yeah, I'm about halfway through because of that fight. I haven't healed since the snook fight, so. I think I'm only down like a couple hit points. Remember, all snooks guys were beating on me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I took a hit apparently too because I'm down in hit points. Not terrible, but. I'm at full health. <laughs> <laughs> oh crap! Wow, 
Yeah. <laughs> Roll the one. <laughs> Let's try that again. That's there we go. That's a little better. I love I'm good now. I'm actually full. Those two hit die did me. While uh, they're doing that, Lemmy uh, is familiar with Thieves Can't. He's going to go outside the tavern and just give it a look-see. Are there any, like, thieve signs or anything, you know, discreetly scratched on our door or on the building anywhere? You can give me a perception check. Okay. That is an 11 plus 7. That's an 18. So you don't see one when you're outside, but right before you are actually going to leave, you do notice in the upper right-hand corner of the door frame, you see a little carving of a bird. Okay. I was if there wasn't one there, I was gonna put one there, but right. seems like it's okay. Alright, he keeps I'm gonna he keeps that information to himself. As you are uh, noticing the bird, uh, you uh, hear off to your uh, off to your right, he's like Oh, pardon me. I uh, I couldn't help but overhearing your predicament, friend. I spin around. You see a rather nicely dressed man sitting down, enjoying a uh, a nice glass of wine, playing cards with himself, almost as if it were a form of solitaire. I sit down and say, ah, terrible, terrible thing. He's, he's not even really like making eye contact with you. He's just kind of like playing the cards and he says like, ah, yes, I, I wouldn't though go around asking too many questions lest you give yourself away. And at that point he lands an ace, picks it up, moves it to the proper place. And he says, I don't know where your quarry is, but he has had known associates in and out of different bars every night for the past five moons. Buying up small barrels of wine, mead, ale, you name it. Putting it on a cart and then uh, kicking his heels off towards the slums. He's a gnat of a gnome. The folk around here, they call him Dwoin. You can possibly find him yourself and your friends as well. Good to know. He'll uh, he'll look up from his card game and as he like, you know, comes down to the end of his deck, he'll flip over the last card and it's the same sigil as the Diamond Ravens. I give him a slight, almost imperceptible nod and uh, tell him to enjoy his wine. He says, oh, I will. That information I do go back and relay to the party. Okay. So we're searching for a half-elf named Ireland, but the, the, the raven spy is telling us about a gnome that's buying booze. I'm Very confused. <laughs> he said he's a known contact or associate of Ireland. Hmm. And also apparently a lady named Delora. Yeah. Race to be determined. Are we concerned, guys? Are we concerned that there are like literally spies everywhere in Talcare, even in our own presence? I'm not surprised. I mean, given the ominous feeling in this town, I, I kind of thought that there might be something going on and I'm a little bit actually uh, happy to find out it's not all supernatural. Let me just shrugs. Hey, what are you going to do? I'll just sigh and cross my arms, just like... <laughs> what was the tagline for Telcare? Was it City of Shadows or City of Whispers? City Whispers. of Whispers. Oh, see, there you go. It's normal. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where would you guys like to head? I think the slums might be a good start since both yeah. Houses of Ill Repute and this other guy might be there as well. Yeah. How, how is everyone adorned? I know Theranor is just kind of wearing black cloak. I, I wouldn't say he looks 
fancy. I wouldn't say he looks trashy. I don't know if we should uh, disguise it up a little bit because we don't want to look fancy in the slums, probably. Yeah, I'm not taking my top hat. Puck never looks fancy. He's got a, a stitched together cloak that uh, is all mismatched furs and stuff that he's gotten from poachers that have already killed their prey and just he's just taken that and tried to repurpose the, the stuff. Aoife clearly looks like a cleric, so that's a little pristine, probably a little too clean and pristine. So should should I should I change? What what do what do people in the slums wear? Maybe just a nice overcloak would be nice, or a not nice overcloak. <laughs> yeah, a nice not nice overcloak. Hmm. Maybe the uh, former proprietress has something I can I can throw on. Yeah, go look in her closets. Lemmy's probably dressed okay. Yeah. I'll go raid um, the the room that I guess she used to live in, I I'm mean, assuming. Theranor probably sticks out no matter what, especially since he carries a staff that has a like giant hooked horn on the top of it. So, But he shouldn't at least look rich. He should look dumpy. <laughs> no one in the slums would deny an old man his walking stick. <laughs> <laughs> Off to the slums with you? Yes. Yep. Can I assume that I found something to wear? Oh, I'm, I'm sure you could. Yeah. That looks kind of old, but can cover all my, you know, armor and stuff. Yeah. I can slums music. <laughs> the rhinestone covered cloak. Yeah. You're no longer like sparkling white and gold. Yeah. We smudged your cheeks with some soot. <laughs> all I want is the, the intro song to Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> Uptown you cater to a million crooks. <laughs> All right, so you guys go off to the slums. I mean, this is going in a little bit of a different direction than the norm of heading off to where the abandoned orphanage was. There, it's almost like the area, again, had been, like, completely abandoned. Like, everybody just decided to get the hell out of Dodge. This is something a little bit different. You're you're going down in the classes. You're going to very low and poverty-stricken areas. It's, uh, it's not pretty. But it is, uh, it's very populated. People are dirty. But, I mean, no one's, like filthy but you are also noticing the quality of homes kind of going a little bit government funded <laughs> sure Talcura section 8 is pretty dreary <laughs> <laughs> so, but, at least, but at least the uh, the wall art looks good the wall <laughs> I'd like to keep my eyes peeled for pickpockets mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and pockets to pick well yeah I mean <laughs> he only does that out of Aoife's sight <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, this part of the city, it's filled with dirty streets, you know, the line of uh, shoddy houses. The the slum seems to have grown over the past couple of years, according to local talk, a, uh, a testament to the <clears throat> uprise in taxes and the uh, turn of the coin. So in Takir, you, you have like the have-nots, the city's impoverished hungry, the desperate, and of course, the dangerous. Uh, the crowded the, the crowded streets all have eyes shifting your way as you approach. Let me nonchalantly starts cleaning his nails with his dagger. Anybody else doing something? Other than nervously looking around, I'm just walking. <laughs> yeah. The Theranor will return stairs with that just like creepy, unblinking gaze he has. 
if anybody stares too long, I'd like to like shift my face in just a a way to make them really uncomfortable and then back to back to normal. Shift it to what? What do you mean? Like like almost a half shape between like a, a half elf or something I've seen instead of my normal uh, change of <laughs> face. Like just so to, it's to like, like a quick Cronenberg right, kind of like transition thing. kind of face <laughs> just to freak them out. Glitch in the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so as you guys keep walking from behind you, you suddenly hear, "Hey, are you lost?" <laughs> we turn around. Lemmy's like, "Might be. You here to help us?" Do you sell maps? <laughs> oh, of course, we'll gladly help you. But of course, it's going to cost you a bit of coin. Eh, we probably don't need your help. Oh, well, that's not very kind. We offer our services and then you just neglect. That's rather rude. Would you call it an unkindness? <laughs> Well, yeah, it would be an unkindness. That's why I just said you were rude. God, get a load of this one. We're just looking for one guy. It's it's not a big deal. No, we're not looking for a guy. I'm, I'm looking for a... I'm a young gnome. It's my first time. I'm looking for a special lady named Delora. He kind of, like, gets a little wide-eyed at you, and he looks at you, and then he snaps, and three others just come from around the corner. He's like, what do you want with Delora? Well, see, you see, uh, we all tipped in. Th- this is why we can't pay you, by the way. We, we're all tipping in to help Lemmy with this this uh, stage of his life. <laughs> Helping him achieve this goal. Well, she's a rather special lady. We want to be special, and we heard she's the best. Oh, At least no. the third best. Oh, she is. She is. But it's not like you could afford her. Oh, that's awfully assuming a lot of you. That's rude of you. Now you're being rude. Now you're being an unkindness. Well, thank you. <laughs> I always try. You're welcome. Wait, I'm confused. Well, finding Delora is going to actually cost you just a bit. You know, more like a finder's fee. Let me, like, does that knuckle roll and, like, rolls a silver across his hand. Oh, cute. Look, it does tricks. <laughs> but seriously, put your pet away. We'd like some coin now. Okay, now that is rude. Aoife's getting a little upset. You can't just treat people like that, like they're pets or commodities. The uh, the group of kind of like, I guess, gang members, you would say, start to uh, draw a little bit closer and closer to you. As they do, I shift my shoulder off, or I shift my bow off of my shoulder down into my hand. So each of them kind of like draws their uh, weapons. Each of them is actually having a sword. And he says like, friends, this can be nice and easy. Just hand over some coin and you can go on your way. You might even be in one piece for Delora. Friend, this will be nice and easy for us regardless. The question is whether or not you want to leave with your life. (laughs) Snap. (laughs) So be it. (laughs) And I'm going to... uh... I think at that point it's initiative. Yeah. (laughs) All right. 14. Oh, yeah, 19. Oh, wait, I have to add my initiative. Uh, 21. 22 for Lenny. 9 for Theranor. In typical fashion, he's apparently not paying attention. <laughs> so, you guys definitely beat them. They're all going to go on a 13, right? Uh, Theranor had a 9. So oh, yeah, a 9, sorry. Now, who's not paying attention? That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lemmy and then Aoife. Lemmy will cast True Strike um, for himself. Uh, I, you have to cast it on a target, so it'll be on that target. Okay. That's it. Okie doke. Well, 
Miss Aoife, it is up to you. Hmm, I think I'm gonna do my old standby and cast Sacred Flame. On whom? On the, on the, the main rude dude. This guy? we were conversing with. This is the guy. Yeah. All right, you got him. So that's a dexterity saving throw. Yes? That's against my spell save, DC. Yeah, that's definitely high enough. Does nothing. Zoom. Whizzes by him. End of a book. <sighs> All right. Who was under a 22? I had a 14. Yep. Me? Yep. You, and then it was the then the bandits, and then uh, Theranor. All right. As a bonus action, I am going to enable Hunter's Mark. Okay. Who are you going to target? I'm going to target the one farthest away from us. The, is that the leader guy? The head dude? Yeah. Head honcho, yeah, he's standing kind of, you know, up in the middle of the road up ahead of you. Well, what was behind you, but you turned around, so now it's ahead of you. Okay, yeah, so I'm going to target him. Um, I like chopping at the head first, and I will shoot him with my bow. Twelve. Jeez, I'm rolling like shit tonight. It's because you rolled so well like the past time. Yeah. All right, so a, uh, a twelve actually hits him. All right, so ten. That's not what I want to do. That's not what I want to do. Don't roll D20s. You're not that. You kill the entire gang. (laughs) With one arrow. (laughs) A small mushroom cloud erupts from where the arrow hits. You've got like the Yondu arrow that just zips through everybody. (laughs) So I'm going to roll my D8. Six points plus a D6. Ten plus another D6. Ooh. 16 plus 4. So 20 points of damage. He's dead, Thomas. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be upset. And if you're wondering, that's 1d6 for Hunter's Mark and 1d6 for Primeval Guardian, which adds. I'm not upset. I'm just letting you know you. I'm just letting you know you flat out killed him. My bad. Do we all like know that he's dead just from this one hit, like a kill shot? Oh, oh yeah, like you know, you've you flung your sacred flame at him. It whizzed by, and he turns around laughing like, <laughs> "Oh, that's so that's so cute." And then suddenly, <laughs> arrow in the chest. He's like, "Oh, damn!" I'm gonna turn around, and look at Pac, like just with my mouth wide open, just like <laughs> Pac's gonna shrug, speechless. You, like, what did I do? <laughs> In all fairness, Pock did warn him that this would be easy. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to warn him. I just kind of like see Pock as like the old guy at Helm's Deep who accidentally lets the arrow fly early. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, what did you do? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, now it's the rest of the gang's turn. And- and they are, uh, they're looking a little weary now because now I guess like their boss or like whomever was above them uh, just went down. So this one is going to run to you swinging his sword, try to avenge his, uh, his friend, his boss. Who's up next? Oh, it's, it's the gang. Okay. Does, a does an 11 hit you? <laughs> Who's, who, me? Yeah, you. No. No? Well, pff, that doesn't help me. Aoife, the, the bandit that is uh, directly behind you and to your right is going to run at you. Uh-huh. Oh, that was that was almost in that 20. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, guessing, I'm guessing an 11 does not hit you. Uh, no, it does not. I nope. um, move my ratty overcloak out of the way and my shield is just right there. Uh, this one runs at Theranor, blindly swinging his sword. And uh, yeah, they're just missing left and right. So the one that ran directly from in front of you, Theranor, missed you. And uh, it now goes to your turn, sir. What are you going to do, Theranor? I am going to use a spell I haven't used yet. 
good old-fashioned magic missile. Um, and so here's a question for you. I'm gonna. I have like advantage and sneak attack on the guy that's on you. Oh uh, yeah, I suppose I could leave him alone. What I was gonna do, so I can throw three darts. Um, I was just gonna throw one at each of the three guys. Cool. Um, and the nice thing about magic missile is it just hits. There's no nothing. It just hits and deals damage. Um, so yeah, he'll just uh, kind of stick his staff up in the air and kick out three glowing darts and not deal very good. Um, so one guy and actually Drew, feel free to actually no, I will pick. Um, the one that's on Pac will take five. Uh, the no. one that's on Efa will no save, no nothing. Nope. Magic missile. It's man. Magic it goes missile. right in. Oh, sorry. I heard dart. I heard dart. Yeah, glowing darts of magical force. <laughs> Um, All right, so five. Yeah, five to him. Uh, three to the one that's on Aoife. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a whopping two to the one that's on me. Okay. That way Donnie can have fun. Five, three, two. Okay. Goes back up to the top of the round, Donnie. All right, I stated earlier that I had my dagger out, so that's what I'm going with. Okay. Um, so I'm going to get behind this guy. True Strike gives me advantage. Advantage gives me... Sneak attack, so... Was was this one of your new daggers? Maybe, because I my, now my thing says 1d4 plus 3 on a dagger strike, so probably. Okay, cool. So, first roll would be a... Uh, I don't know what I have to hit. So that's a 12 on the die. Um, my to hit is plus 5. So that that's a 17. And I'll roll the advantage just in case. That's worse, so we'll go with the 17. The, uh, the 17 hits. Okay. So that'll be 1d4 plus 3. That's 5 plus 2d6. <laughs> wow. So, <laughs> interesting. 17 damage. <laughs> All right. Well, as you come up behind him and not only take out, you know, the knife and just stick it right around his midriff, but then having it travel up his spine. <laughs> I think those are called boxcars. <laughs> yeah. uh, he is very much dead. I step back so that he doesn't uh, get anything on me as he slumps to the ground. Okay. Eva. Um, I would like to whack this guy with my mace. Whack them all. Swing bada bada. Swing bada bada. Where is my mace? Ah, okay, plus one. Hopefully in your hand. Oh, yeah, well, on my character sheet. Um, that will be a 15 to hit. Yeah, you hit. Okay, yes, okay. One, this one. That would be three plus two bludgeoning. Five. Okay. Five points right. of damage. Five it is. All right. Well, now we have Hawk. Um, Hawk is going to... I hear a cat. Yeah, why don't you put right into the mic, Fiddler? <laughs> <laughs> I, I will go for, uh, again, the one that's farthest away from me. I guess the one that's fighting Aoife? I mean, it's a matter <laughs> yeah. of, like, a foot yeah. or two. I'll shoot him. Or attempt to. My bad. Can you fire at close range? Uh, that's what I was going to ask. Do I need to, like, back... Uh, yeah, I can move... It's. I'll I move believe it's back uh, here. Okay. Yeah, and you're, and you're not... Yeah, you're not really leaving a threatening square. That's yeah, fine. exactly. That's Just fine. to get the space I need. Okay. Does he provoke with that other guy, though? Well, he, he's... You're not technically... There's no grids here, so that's why I'm I'm guesstimating what is like a five-foot square. He's fine. Okay. Okay. I, I hate to be teacher. <laughs> you forgot to give us homework, but... No, no. You are perfectly fine. If you if you want to, you can. I don't mind. No, no. You're good. All right. You're good. Uh, 13 to hit. Even on a five, you may... 
13. <laughs> <laughs> Future you teacher, your homework is too easy. Can you give us a Tarask instead? Okay. <laughs> 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 Everyone gets a Tarask. <laughs> <laughs> that hit you said? Yeah, yeah, that hits. All right, a D8. <laughs> and... <laughs> don't even add it up. He's dead. Oh, oh, I gotta do it. I gotta do it. <laughs> no, I don't want to know your end damage. He's already dead. <laughs> don't roll it. <laughs> He's already dead. Okay. A lot of max damage rolls today. I know. Jeez. So, dead, dead, and dead. Coming upon the bandit's turn, he, seeing all of his friends just completely done with, and he's still kind of like rubbing the side of his temple that is now like bleeding blood after you know the magic missile hit him in, in the face he kind of like drops his sword and he kind of like backs away and he's like alright you, you want to know where, where DeLoren is I, I, I can tell you I can tell you I, I just I want to live talk fast okay alright all right. I, I, okay you want to find her you, you got to find uh, I alone Ayalon, she is kind of, like, obsessed with him. So if you're going to find him, you find her. Well, how do we find him? Well, uh, okay. I mean, no one has seen him for a few days. But uh, if you if you look for his kind of cronies, uh, you got, uh, oh God, what's his name? This big, ugly lummox. A, a big pharaoh, all right? He doesn't do anything without Ayalon's say. And then there's the, uh, oh God, the, the little wee one. And he kind of points to you, Lemmy. He's like, it looks like you, but I mean, he a little bit uglier. Um, uh, Dwoin. Dwoin. Is that my, is that my cousin Dwoin? Dwoin, it is Dwoin. Oh, that's great. Where was he last? I go, he keeps running around. He keep, he buys all this food. And we think we think he's bringing it back to Ironlord. And he's hiding out. We don't know where he is. But if you find Dwoin, or if you find Farron, you will find Ironlord. And then you can find your lady. Can I please leave? How do we know you're not going to go talk to them and tell them that we're coming for them? Oh, no one talks to Ironlon. He's such a loser. God, he owes me money anyways, but I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna be dealing with him if I'm gonna be dead. All right, and for the record, in my 65 years, I've been with three gnomish lasses. That's fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) So he kind of just backs away slowly and then just bolts. Let's shoot him. Oh, Theranor. Yes, you can try. Oh, I know I can. I, I said, should I? I was asking oh, the I party, you said, sorry. Could I? <laughs> can I uh can I try to make a shot to hamstring him or stop him from running? You you can. He's like he was like nah, 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 nah. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna I'm not gonna try this is non lethal. I'm trying to stop him. It's okay. a, a non lethal arrow through his major artery. Twenty <laughs> seven <laughs> does that Christ. do? You take off his leg. <laughs> <laughs> Pac, he, he Sorry, we, hold on. What okay, are you so, doing? I mean, you're, you're trying, like, I mean, you're specifically going to be aiming for his hamstring. I'm going to give you with a 19 that you are definitely going to hit him in the leg. And he, you shoot him in the leg and he just goes down. Yeah, just remember that 19's precision, not damage. So that's fine. That's fine. Uh, roll the damage. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you may, you may have hit an artery. Six. Six plus what? <laughs> Ten. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
You know in this guy's mind, he was all like, I'm free! Oh, thank I just God, I can leave! Lethal shot, though. That, there's no way that's a non-lethal It is, I just, I just, I got his Achilles tendon or something. I mean, is it intentionally like, do do non-lethal damage? Or? Yeah, that's what I was trying to do, was just take a shot to, to stop him and not kill him. But I mean, yeah, is but, that non-lethal damage? I mean, but I mean, he didn't. You didn't claim it was non-lethal. You just said I want to shoot him in the leg to no, stop him. No, I did him. too. Well, he did say, say he wanted to use non-lethal damage. Did he? Okay, I did not. Yes, hear that. Okay. he did on those rolls. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because I, I mean, mean, okay. I mean, Lenny. Lenny just wants to pet rabbits, and that isn't how it works <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, if mechanically that was like non-lethal damage, then I guess that's cool. I don't even know if you can do non. Can you do non-lethal damage with a with a ranged attack? With a broadhead? Yeah, I mean, I don't see why you but put it into it his now. calf or something where it's just gonna like really hurt. <laughs> yeah, but you can still bleed out through your calf. <laughs> yeah, and since you just exploded like the bottom well, of his I, leg, I think the I think the rule for it goes to where you you would make him go unconscious, and then if we wanted to stabilize him, we could. He's probably like below con, <laughs> right? So I'm trying to see exactly. Looking it up right now. Non-lethal for like ranged. I'm just wondering because I mean you can hit him with like the broadside of a sword. You can, you know, kind of conk him in the head. I'm just wondering like how are you going to do that with a with an arrow tip? You can hit him with like you yeah, have the flat of the arrowhead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you specify you were good. using your 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 green arrow right. boxing glove <laughs> <The> arrow? Boxing <laughs> <laughs> I right, think I'm, whatever the outcome is, Aoife is, like, shocked that Pac would do this because she thought that he was just going to, we were just going to let him go. And then all of a sudden, Pac takes another arrow at him. All right, so this, this, this is just what we'll do. He falls to the ground, an arrow through his leg, and there's, there is just, like, the slightest amount of blood coming out, but he is just wailing in pain. And eventually, he does kind of pass out. Pac, why did you do that? Well... Um, the He's last, useless. The he last, told us the information, and then and then we let him go. But the last people that we let go um, were now worried about coming back to haunt us, and I think we need to um, be a little more careful about who's with all these spies around. We need to make sure extra information is not getting out. He's not wrong. Um, question, Drew. Had, since we were in the slums, I'm assuming that was there other people around us, or were, were we kind of alone with this gang? Uh, I mean, there are other people around, but not a good good deal. Like some people are kind of like you know closing their windows when they see you know this small group of you know this has happened before. Bandits. Yeah, this is not like uncommon that somebody gets robbed, or especially if like new people enter the slums, where you know maybe they have to pay a toll, or maybe they just get robbed. So no one is looking at us like offended that we were shocked that we just did this? I mean, maybe a little bit intrigued that you are just so willy-nilly with dispatching the people who kind of like push them around this like slum, you know, slum gang. Maybe we can make cleaning up this area a, uh, a task of ours. Yeah, I, I don't want to give these people the wrong impression about us. I mean, yeah, we're, we'll... We'll stand up for ourselves, but I, I don't want to just show mercy and then take that mercy back. So I'll um, I'll go up to the guy. Is he unconscious, right? I mean, he was he was going to. Yeah, yeah he, he was trying to get away, but he is unconscious now. Uh, his leg is bleeding. So I guess whether or not you decide to tend to it would determine as to whether or not he would die. Better dust it with some paprika before he dies. Yeah, can I do a, can I do a medicine check? 
Yeah, I would hope that our cleric has medicine. <laughs> and I don't technically have medicine in my inventory. Oh, I thought you meant the skill. Oh, I have the skill, yeah. Well, okay, I'll do the medicine check. Maybe I can, like, bandage his wounds with my um, ratty cloak. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ooh, that's only a 10. Oh, no, a 10 will get it to stop. Oh, okay, good. Um, and if he's unconscious, I'll I'll just kind of bring him over to the side of a building and kind of, like, sit him up so that he can, I don't know, <laughs> maybe I'll pat his cheek a little bit. Are, are you okay? Hey, hey, guy. Uh, so he'll kind of, like, come to. He's just like, ah! You said I could go. I know. I, I I'm sorry. I, I I'm not sure what happened. Just um, uh, you know, don't don't mess with us again because we mean we mean business. And okay? I suggest <laughs> you keep your lips closed about what you've seen here today. That was a warning shot. And if that was a warning shot, just think of how like <laughs> bad a real shot would be. He right. killed him with a warning shot. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> I said across her nose, not on it. <laughs> He, uh, he starts, like, looking to all of you. And then, Aoife, since you're so close, he now notices the pendant, the little uh, the little raven pendant underneath your cloak. And his eyes get super wide. And he's all like, ah, oh, crap, ravens! And he starts crawling away. Uh-oh. Quick, put the arrow back in the hole that you just healed. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens uh, two weeks from now. Thank you for weathering the storm with us. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CritStormCast. Rate and review on Apple Podcast, and please recommend us to your friends. Look to the horizon for more Crit Storms.